Yo, 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 y'all, what's going on, man? It's been a minute. We skipped last week's Saturday episode, and it's not that I feel like I'm giving you half-ass episodes. This is not technically only about betting or only about captain picks and all that. I almost did the podcast last night, but I was in such a bad fucking mood that I had to do it tonight. I was literally wanting, I wanted to vomit all over myself. I had left the stadium in the worst fucking mood, okay? I came to Seattle with a little bit of anxiety. I slid into Jalen Ramsey's DMs, was talking shit. He read them and didn't even reply back because he already knew, like, we was gonna get crazy, right? So, you know, same old shit. The Seattle Seahawks, we can't get it together. We can't figure it out. I don't know what the fuck is the problem, but in the last six or seven years, I honestly wanna say, we can't play a normal game. Even when we win, we can't play a normal game. I have no idea what the fuck is wrong with us. I have no idea. But I have a pretty good idea that has something to do with that old fuck Pete Carroll. Okay? This is just a bunch of bullshit. With fucking Gibson early on this week, we could have fucking picked him up. He got traded. I don't give a fuck if he's from Carolina. You want to win. He got traded to a fucking team to fucking Carolina for a sixth round draft pick. Like, come on, man. That dude on our team instantly... Our defense changes, we become a fucking threat. Our defense changes, and that means with our defense changing, we become contenders. I'm not being delusional, I'm being fucking real because we have the talent there in our defense. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Seems like everyone has a different story, okay? I know my boy Quandre came to play, right? He got a pick last night against his old teammate, Matthew Stafford, right? I know my boy B. Wags came to play, but I can't really speak on it. I don't know what the fuck my boy Jamal is doing, and I know if he hears he's been mad, whatever, so fucking be it. I'm only telling the fucking truth, okay? Bro, you're the highest paid safety in the world, bro. Like, I'm just, I just don't, I don't know where your focus is. You have the talent. You have the athletic ability. I don't know what's going on. Is it the play calling? At the end of the day, you're, you know, even on a man-to-man coverage, I just don't get it, you know? We looked okay yesterday, to be honest. It's just that we fell apart as a defensive collective, we were okay. We had shut everyone down. We were fucking up 7-3, you know? It's like, bro, we went 52-0 and when leading at the half. And then we go to 52-1, and and now we're 52-2? and Like, this is bullshit, okay? But there's two star things that happened last night. Geno fucking Smith. In my entire 10-year Fucking season ticket holdership. I have never heard CenturyLink, sorry, Lumen Field ever go that crazy for a fucking backup quarterback. Now, I'm not exactly sure. I haven't checked the stats. I don't do that extra fact-checking shit. It's got to be in my head fresh. I know I have to see it. It has to be real. But, you know, um, this is not a sports podcast. This is, you know, lifestyle, everything. I'm just letting you know, in the last 10 years... I can't think of more than five, a handful, max two handful times I've seen Geno Smith snap the ball. I don't know how many snaps he's had. When he came in the game, I was so shocked that I said, fuck it. It is what it is. You know, I'm tired of fucking what Russ is doing. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Apparently, if you guys didn't hear, Russ has uh, fractured his finger. Now, the MRI came back. He is out for one month minimum. They expect him to be out for six to eight weeks. That means we got Gino for six to eight fucking weeks. Does that mean that's a good thing? I don't know. He played in fucking credibly last night. That last pick at the end, that wasn't his fault, period. 
Sorry. But he came in. He drove the Hawks 90 fucking eight yards for a TD to my boy DK Metcalf. Look, he looked fucking impressive. All right. So we need to let Geno cook, but we need to let Pete Carroll go. This is some bullshit. The whole fucking stadium booed him when we're fucking on third and 14 and he did a fucking run play that got two yards. Like, this is just completely fucking unacceptable. All right. I have never seen more disappointed fans ever. Okay. And I ain't talking about the Raiders and all the other shit. This is like real, true disappointment because it's fixable. Or is it? All right. So I'm just letting you guys know. It was a fucking shit show, fucking fiasco at Lumen Field last night. When I fucking, when we left the game, I had my phone blowing up, I had fucking YG, bunch of other fucking uh, Rams fans. I didn't want to fucking look at the text. My boy Joel, my boy Huel is part of Ben Ball did the strain, part of the Skypack family, part of the Cook and Green Door family. You think I, and he's a real Rams fan, legit, even though he's from the Bay. Okay, my boy Todd Light, who won a Super Bowl with the Rams, is sent. Todd ain't even a shit talker, and Todd sending me memes. Okay, I'm getting motherfucking calls from all kinds of fucking people. I'm just like, fuck this. You know, I'm over it. People talking shit left and right. I'm sick. You know, the thing is, we had a chance to win. There's no fucking excuse. Okay. I landed in the motherfucking 206. My fucking boy, Bjorn, came, picked me up. We had to go get some fucking Vietnamese food. I was feeling good. I was getting ready. We get to the stadium. I run into my other boy, Matt Broussard. It was, you know, a cook named Matt. He's going to his first fucking Seahawks game. This motherfucker lives in Seattle. And he was the featured chef for Lumen Field. In fact, he made it on the big screen and all that shit. And all this stuff's going on. And going into the second half, Jason Myers... Misses a fucking 30-yard field goal. It might even be 27. I don't know what it was. 27-yard field goal. It was unacceptable. Another guy who went 50-something fucking field goals without missing one. Misses one last week. Misses one yesterday. You know? And I'm just like, what the fuck? Because that would have put us up 13-3. to three, You know? And it made a difference because it had just changed the dynamic of the game. And there's momentum shifts here and there but it's just completely unacceptable. We're playing at one point what people consider the best team in the NFL. Bullshit. They were cool. We beat ourselves. We keep playing not to lose, okay? That's not how you, we've got to play to win. we got to go out there and fucking just throw shit down people's throats. It's, we started looking good. I just don't understand what the fuck is going on. Now, the second highlight of the night came from behind the baller, BTB's very own favorite Seahawk, Michael Dixon. This boy... This man right here, he kicked the punt. It got blocked. His first instinct was to go run, get the fucking ball, and double punt it before the line of scrimmage. I have never seen that in 40-plus years of watching football. It confused the fucking referees. Even though referees called the flag and didn't even know that they were wrong with it, it blew Pete Carroll's fucking old mind. This motherfucker was confused. People all the side were like, listen, can you fucking do that? Yeah, you can. But I've never seen it done. Crazy thing is, I just met up with Michael Dixon. We've, you know, talked this and that, whatever. He's been following me. We're homies. He's been on the show. Never got to meet him in person. What do we talk about? None of your fucking business. But it's crazy because he is a solid motherfucking dude. And that's that Australian rugby instinct play right there. He got that shit off. And it was fucking awesome. And that was the other fucking highlight. Other than that, you know, I'm glad DK got his two touchdowns and shit. Just fucking sad. 
You know, I really don't know what to say. It just really bums out my trips here to Seattle. So it's just kind of a fucking crazy situation. I had to do a somewhat emergency podcast situation about this, but look, it is what it is. All right, guys, I'm just letting you guys know. Y'all can talk shit here that, oh, blah, 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 he's a bandwagon, whatever, which it doesn't make sense because you go ahead and fucking, you know, look at the definition of a bandwagon and then you look like a dumb fuck with a fucking penis in your ear. All right. This is what I've been dealing with, okay? For the first five games of last year's season, we allowed 2,300 yards. That's what our defense allowed. Worst defense in the fucking NFL. This year's first five games, 2,200 and change. So we're on our way to being the worst defense again. And what does that mean? I don't know, man. We're going to start fucking losing players if we don't get our fucking shit together. And that's why I'm worried. And I should be worried because I'm a motherfucking true 12. I'm a diehard fan. And uh, it, just, it just pisses me off, you know. We play Pittsburgh next week. My prediction this time, for real, and I say there was confidence, we have to go in there and fucking kill them. Ben Roethlisberger, and we don't have a quarterback, but I'll tell you this right now, Geno's fucking better than he is. We need to go in there and fucking beat the shit out of them, okay? And then guess what? Then we come back to Lumen Field, Monday Night Football, another prime time nationwide televised game. Well, actually, worldwide televised game. Monday Night Football versus New Orleans Saints. Look, man, I'm coming back to Seattle. I'm only in town for a night. You know, appreciate all the fan love. I appreciate all the BTB Army members that came up to me. Thank you guys for all the support and love. I really do appreciate you guys, all right? But it's tough right now. It's a tough time being a Seahawks fan. And, you know, and then like we go, what are we going to do? You know, so this is what it is. So we need to make some fucking fixes. We need to make them quick, all right? So, guys, if you're not a Seattle Seahawks fan, well, too fucking bad. I want you to understand what's going on with me, all right? Because it can relate to anyone who's going through it with their teams. But anyways, appreciate you guys. As always, if you need help and need assistance with betting picks, make sure you go to captainpicks.com, all right? I'm going to give you a freebie today. My lock of the weekend, okay? And I hit last week. Packers minus three, okay? Against that Cincy team. Packers minus three is my lock of the weekend. Listen, guys, I love you as always. Always remember, this is not your practice life, okay? I had to say my two cents. I had to express how I feel. Frustration is real. You know, it's fucking crazy, man. But yeah, like I said, man, coming in here live from the 206, your boy Ben Beasy is checking out. Don't forget, on Monday, we have a fucking fantastic episode with my boy Thatch Nguyen. It is probably the best business podcast episode I've ever recorded. All right, guys, I am out of here. I love you. Make sure you tune in for a very special word from one of our sponsors, mybookie.ag. Guys, as you know, this episode is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Is there anything better than sweating out a win in the fourth quarter and coming away with cash in your pocket at MyBookie, there is. Make your first deposit and receive double your money before ever placing a bet with MyBookie. That's a dollar for dollar match on whatever you throw down up to $1,000. Use that extra scratch to get in on all the biggest games of the week, including Sunday night's matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. 
with two of the most explosive offenses in the NFL going toe-to-toe, you know the over is going to be a great bet, and you know I hit it last weekend. And as if you needed another reason to head to mybookie.ag to celebrate the start of the MLB playoffs, mybookie is hosting a $20,000 blackjack tournament that is absolutely free to enter. Winning season is here. So get in the game and go to mybookie.ag now. Use my promo code BENBALLER to get your double deposit bonus. That's promo code BENBALLER so you could double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. With the stage set for the biggest boxing match of the year, the stakes are high and mybookie keeps raising the bar. Make your first deposit and receive double your money before ever placing a bet with MyBookie. That's a dollar-for-dollar match and extra scratch to throw down on Wilder versus Fury 3. The last time these two titans squared off, the Gypsy King won by knockout. So Tyson Fury to win via KO is worth a look at MyBookie. This heated heavyweight rivalry has produced some of the most electrifying moments in boxing history, and this fight is sure to be more of the same. Head to mybookie.ag now and select Wilder vs. Fury 3 to choose from a variety of bets so you have the best chance at walking away a winner. Use my promo code BENBALLER and claim your double deposit bonus today at mybookie. That's promo code BENBALLER so you could double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.